This is the KNGI Network.
Good evening, one and all. Uh, you got to remember to unmute the microphone. This is Vipers VGM Chair, a show celebrating, well, tonight, the weird and wonderful in gaming. So naturally, we started off with Among Us, uh, one of the most popular games of the moment. But regardless, this is our variety mix, where we focus on anything and everything, really. So if it's a popular game that you just want to hear some music from, feel free to shoot it over. Otherwise, I'm going to scour the internet and try and find some things outside of my usual comfort zone and some new things, and some things which otherwise wouldn't fit into your standard show. So we've got a whole hodgepodge of music like that coming up tonight. So be sure to enjoy. And as always, if you've got anything you would like to hear that you believe fits that bill, then feel free to shoot me over a message. kanechai.org forward slash discord is where you can come and join all of the fun with our lovely chat room. And you can also find me at the top of that. I should be the Green Viper right nowadays. I did get invited to Discord's new strange name system thingy. But if you're having trouble private messaging me using that, then why not roll back to the old name? Green Viper 8 hashtag 6383. Otherwise, come and hang out in our lovely Discord server, where we currently see the likes of... I am not in the server at all right now, that is a bad idea. Here we go, that is more like it. So, you're currently in the presence of Resident SD, Pocket Alluri, and the pinball wizard himself, Ass. Uh, no, it's it's Purvis, and speaking of Purvis, funny you should mention that. Uh, we had we had the Toho request of the week at the top of the show there. It's been so long since we've had a Toho request. It, well, I can't call it of the week for sure anymore, but certainly it's felt like an eternity since the last one dropped. So it's glad that we're back on tradition. Thank you, Purvis. So we had a little bit of Toho, Yoyimu, Perfect, Cherry Blossom, the WAV version, as I was specifically asked to play. That was Crystallized Silver and kicking off the show... A song that I wanted to include in the last variety mix and run out of space for it and rolled it over to this one from Among Us, a game I had not played until like three months ago. I'd somehow completely dodged that one. Certainly didn't dodge any references to it, but I dodged playing it. That is Seek, the official name I found out of the song used in Hide and Seek mode. It has an actual name. It's really undescriptive. It's just called Seek, even though there's a couple songs that play in Hide and Seek mode. As far as I know, really weird stuff, but it's called that regardless. Um, yeah, I was going to play that on the last variety mix because when I played it for that first time with a couple friends, some of whom uh, usually lurk around or listen or give the show some support on the socials, but got to play it with a couple of people, a big old group, I think a full lobby in the end, and I, while I'm not great at Among Us, it was my first time experiencing it and I only knew it exclusively, one, from memes, and two, from meme versions of music so it's very surprising when we played the hide and seek mode that i discovered that song was really good so i wanted to slip that into a little show and i've finally done so about three months after i think i played it so i'm doing well i'm on track that's the important thing so yeah big old hello to all the discord people and i hope you're having a lovely week as well what you've been playing what you've been up to what you've been listening to let me know any news you think's interesting no matter what it is the discord server is your best friend for that one. Once again, kngi.org forward slash discord to come and join the fun. So apologies, uh, I'll get the elephant in the room out of the way. Apologies about the show uh, being delayed an entire week. This was completely unintentional on my part, and then it happened. Um, so I'm going to try and cut the story as short as possible, but originally on the day this was set to happen, I had a big old computer malfunction. 
So, uh, previously, I kind of have already told this story on another show before, but previously I was on Linux and I would run all of my uh, radio software through a virtual version of Windows. It was great. Life was lovely. It stopped booting randomly when I got home uh, last Tuesday. I was like, fine, I'll go to the day to fix it. It'll be fine. It got up to about 8pm on the night. It clearly wasn't fine. I was already planning to do something with Silver Sonic anyway, uh, which you might have seen uh, on my Twitter, on Twitch. I think I even posted it on this very Discord server. So you would have seen I was already planning to do that anyway, so I was eating into the time that we were meant to be streaming to begin with. I promised him I'd start like an hour or so earlier. So there was that, and the fact that it just clearly wasn't going anywhere, the fact that I'd run out of time really to do get the show ready for one, but also do it do the stream that I wanted to do of him in its original form as well. So I was just by the time I got to about eight o'clock, eight thirty, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to fix this for ten PM, so I'm going to have to throw caution to the wind, I'll delay the show a day, life will be lovely, and I'll be back up and running, hopefully tomorrow. So we did the stream, that was my sorry I'm not doing this show but I will do this show later kind of uh, apology in the end. Uh, but life never quite goes the way you expect it to, so after that, after that stream I then started tinkering a little bit more. And not only did the already broken virtual machine not start working, I broke my entire operating system um, and had to hastily retreat back to a Windows install, which is what I'm using right now, which I've explained on other shows as much as I uh, really enjoy using Linux. This is just a really long talking point at this point, which is fine. This is what these episodes are all about sometimes. So in the end I retreated back to Windows just because there was a couple bits of software I really rely on and just need to start up on time when I use this specific computer, that and some games that I want to play on it that are just way too cumbersome to get working otherwise. So yeah, I I, I, did, the, uh, I did the big shameful and crawled back to Windows. So that was all fine. We got that all set up like midnight on Thursday. So I've, I've once again missed another target. I couldn't do it on the Thursday. So pretty much midnight Friday morning is when I got this set up. So I did pick and mix as usual. That was lovely. Um, couldn't obviously delay the show to the Friday because I was doing another show on the Friday. So that wouldn't have really worked in any logistical sense. So right, it's going to be sometime over the weekend. Then my weekend was busy. All right, well, it will be on Monday. Oh, right, there's all that stuff going on on Radio Sega on Monday. I don't want to clash with that. I don't want to tread on people's toes. I don't want to cause any problems, so I can't do Monday. Right, well, maybe I'll do Tuesday. Already feeling like it's a bit too close to Wednesday. You know, today, the day I'm going to do another episode. Right, that was already a problem. And uh, to make things even weirder, not quite worse, I was going to say worse, but it wasn't. Um, I got a new internet line connected to our house today, which was really unexpected. We ordered this internet package almost a year ago at this point, and they came around to do the fitting, and I did not expect it to be turned on on the Tuesday. It was turned on on the Tuesday, so I spent the last... I've not spent the last, but certainly I've been helping out in the process of... uh, I've been doing the technical side, whereas family members have definitely been doing the physical side, but... Um, yeah, we've basically been recabling our entire home network structure over the last 48 hours. So, yet again, delaying plans further. Here we are on Wednesday night. About an hour before the show, I got... I have a second router out here for uh, where I host the show from. I got that up and running after hours of it not working. 
exactly what you need. Finally got a stable connection. I've got some free time. I've got some time where someone's not going to pull a wire out in another room and the show's going to go kaput. I'm finally here hosting it <laughs> an entire seven days after the initially intended date. So I'm really sorry about that. Uh, I hope you enjoyed some stuff in the meantime, you know, some other shows and uh, maybe went back to a podcast uh, if you're feeling ever so generous, that is. But regardless, thank you for your patience and I'm glad you're here now enjoying tonight's episode. On that note, thank you if you are listening in the Discord, but also big shout outs to anyone who's lurking anywhere else. You're listening on the podcast, you're listening for other people, no matter how. Maybe even at a later date through some sort of weird re-airing on, on the station. If you are listening to this, thank you very much. Really appreciate you coming and joining me tonight. On that on that note, though, if Discord's not your cup of tea and you'd prefer something a bit more along the lines of coffee, uh, the most disgusting coffee you've ever heard, then twitter.com forward slash vipersvgmcher at vipersvgmcher and use the hashtag of the same name if you want to get in touch with us over there. Alternatively, we are on Mastodon. That is vipersvgmcher at the vipers.space. You can find us on all those social media platforms where we promote and plug our shows to the high heavens. Because uh, of course I would. You know, I want to get those eyes on. I want to get that ad revenue which doesn't exist on this website. And if it did, I definitely would divert all mine to the amazing man running it. That's a lie, actually. Kyle has a patron, doesn't he? I don't see any of it, but it's just cool to get people involved. Get some new opinions in. Get a lovely bit of chatter going. And most importantly, have a fun time. I think that's why we're all here and uh, chatting away in the chat room. We've also got Cookie Sophie joining us down in KNGI. Thank you for being here. I have no idea. I was expecting someone else being in here as well. But yeah, a bunch of other people all chilling in the chat room. It's so weird to see everyone here and on time considering I only announced this like an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I meant to announce it earlier as well. Guess what? I was having more problems. You can't believe it. You can believe it. This is significantly more likely than you think. But yes, I'm going to get on with some more music. I've chatted for long enough. I'm sure I'll keep chattering words for longer after the break, so do stick with me. We've got plenty of weird and wonderful music to come now, including a couple requests from the lovely people down in the chat. Seven days late, but I'm getting to them. And we've got music from games, including Xenon 2, Mega Blast. We've got a bit of Conquer, Live and Reloaded, some Idolmaster, Shuttlepuck Cafe, even... Dr. Kawashima's slash Kawashima's brain training, how old is your brain? Also known as brain age for you Yanks and plenty of other things. But first of all, how about we start with a request from Pocket Alluri. We've got a bit of Tetris coming up now, and I don't know what you're thinking. That's not quite varied enough. I know Tetris. We've heard the Tetris Taipei music all day, probably many times on the show as well. So uh l- let's go a little different, shall we? From Tetris for the Philips and other companies CDI, this is the theme of level 2, right here on the KNGI Network.
Wow, a vibe check is in order there because uh, <laughs> those two tracks, yeah, were completely different, but uh, surprisingly that was the best way to fit them round. And I wanted to get some requests in early doors. So first of all there, we started off with a track from Tetris for the Philips slash other companies CDI. I think it's always attributed to Philips, but I'm pretty sure other companies did produce them in the same way you wouldn't call it the, Pasa uh, the Panasonic 3DO. The Pacific, the... I, I don't know where that was going. Regardless, level two there, requested by Pocket Lurry. Afterwards, from Shut... I always want to say Shuttlecock, and then I read it again, and it's... Oh, it's Shuttlepuck. No, it's Shufflepuck Cafe for the Commodore Amiga. As requested by Resident SD, that was the title theme, and he sent me over a lovely message to read out with that one. So, let's find that and have a little nosy. Here we go. So he said, you wanted random requests, can I request the attached please? There's a little bit of a story to this track too. My Commodore 64 came with an... What am I saying tonight? An introductory audio tape with instructions on how to use the C64. It's an amazing listen still to this day, especially if you've not heard it before. However, Commodore decided that despite you only just buying a new computer, they wanted to sell you another one by putting an example of Amiga music on the other side of the tape. For many years, I had no idea what the music was. It was only as an adult I found out it was the title theme from Shufflepuck Cafe, an air hockey game. Well, only on the Amiga, only on Commodore platforms would you get music that good in an air hockey game. <laughs> it truly boggles the mind. I mean, where was we shovelware with music this good? Um, minus some exceptions, but you know, back in the Amiga days, we clearly have all this talent. This is the only game we're working on this week. We'll put all the best stuff on the composing team for this one and we'll push out a banger. So shout outs on that one. I also had a message from Purvis, I think, possibly in relation to that request. Oh yes, there we go. Uh, says, feels like a good time for wintry music in relation to the Toho track earlier. Yeah, sure, if you want to say so. I, I think I think the snow's going on right now, right? That That's what May's famous for in the Northern Hemisphere, surely. Thing. I think that's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll roll with that one, yes. But very snowy. Um, I was going to say not an ounce of sunlight, but I think that's actually accurate on reflection. And no, the sunlight's not been doing any reflection. Um, it's It's been relatively hidden away these last two weeks. So do you know what? Purvis is actually onto something here. <laughs> maybe maybe we're, onto a, we're onto a banger. There we go. Uh, Resident SD also said in the chat regarding this, That track is your classic, why the hell did you bother for an air hockey game? Plus, the rest of the music in the game is dire. Really? I am deeply ashamed of that, actually, because uh, upon hearing that, I was like, oh my goodness, surely the entire OST has got to be this good. Nope. <laughs> if you say no, then I believe you, but it's kind of a little bit saddening. We put all our budget into this one track, and the rest of the game got about 10% of it. Anyways, down in the chat room, I believe... Yeah, there we go. I got the message from Pocket Larry. Are you ready for a paragraph, people? You better be. Like a lot of people, my life has been consumed by a new game that I got on the Switch. I'm, of course, talking about Pokemon Violet. <laughs> we had a picnic and a play today. We do love the picnicking. Curries are missed, but we love a picnic. I am in love with this game. I can forge my own journey, catch Pokemon, explore the world and its secrets, and get into all sorts of battles, fight for badges, care for and play with my Pokemon. 
It's like everything the anime promised. I've kind of sort of got into a roleplay mindset, as anyone who follows me on a master can test to. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, but Pokemon Violet is a game where there is a lot to unpack in general. But <laughs> we had the conversation the other day of Aleri knowing I would enjoy Here Comes Nico. Right, after a while, you can get you can get to grips with your friend's tastes. Immediately I knew <laughs> that was six long months of Aleri not playing Pokemon Violet. And that it would be appreciated once it was in the Switch. And yeah, I'm so glad you enjoy it, because as I say, you have that radar for things you think your friends might enjoy, and that came straight onto it, so I'm really glad you ended up liking it once you got around to it. Once it was the right price, and you felt ready to jump into it, it's a fantastic game, so I'm glad you're getting all the enjoyment out of it. There's just so much to do, and so many side paths to meander off of, and ways to enjoy the main story and enhance it, and sidetrack from it and all these ways of doing things and yeah there's just a ton of ways to deviate from the standard style of playing a Pokemon game which I'm sure a lot of people um, are familiar with Sword and Shield and I think that was everyone's main criticism of it was okay maybe this is too formulaic it's time to stop with the formula a little bit you're too busy focusing on this and not unique ways you can break the mold or anything like this. So seeing a game that just goes, do you know what? Yeah, do you remember that mold? Screw it, we're throwing it all away. Uh, that's a really nice way of approaching things when so many other games and franchises last year were doing the exact same. It was the breath of fresh air that I think so many people wanted and it's all the better for that. I was talking about this in another server with Valari, but at some point... This is me trying to make myself commit to it. Now, I know by saying things out loud you make yourself less likely to do them because you get that dopamine boost for just saying it, whatever, but I really do, once uh, proper Pokemon Home compatibility comes out potentially, if not maybe a bit earlier than that, I really do want to do an on-stream session or playthrough of Pokemon Violet. I have a bunch of the version exclusives from Violet, but I don't have everything, and I certainly don't have the Legendary. So I've been wanting to run for it for that reason for a while, and I figured it would be worth saving it for a, for a stream playthrough, because that could be really unique given the online co-op stuff that the game has to offer. And even if you, you know, we're not playing in the same team battles or anything like that, just being able to run around that world with me and cause mischief in a semi-open lobby, you know, for friends and trusted people on the friend list, etc. I feel like that would just be such a, a weird and wacky way to experience the game. Though I, I, I kind of love it, and I kind of want to do it. The only reason I really want to wait for Pokemon Home stuff is because, you know, I played through the game with my set list of Pokemon. I'd like to just go ham and go, do you know what, let's put together, this is a stream playthrough. I don't really stream Pokemon because I don't pretend to be any good at the games whatsoever because I'm not. But you know what, let's put together an all-star team of some of my favourite mods that are now in this game thanks to the home support. Because I already considered doing that with some of the ones that have been raid targets. Like, uh, I could have put Inteleon in there, and could have put uh, Cyndaquil in there, for example. Characters like that. And that would have been great. But I think just blowing those doors wide open and just getting a cracked and definitely not intentional in the game team would be awesome. So maybe that's the incentive to do that on stream. And yeah, this is kind of the open invitation to anyone on the Switch friend list to, hey, as long as there's a slot, why not crash? It could be fun. I don't mean crashes in game crash. Uh, we don't want any of that. 
it did it once for me in my playthrough, and I've never had one since, so I can keep fingers crossed, there's no wood in here to touch. There is, but it's too far out of reach, and we'll find a way to get that done, because I think that could be a really nice way to do it. Uh, she also says, I've got my emulation handheld set back up. I played Micro Mages, NES Homebrew, Willow, an arcade game, Tetris, Gallagher, Ice Climber, Yoshi's Cookie, Arkanoid, and Link to the Past. I also beat The Simpsons Arcade and Sonic Pocket Adventure. I'm not familiar with a bunch of those. Uh, Tetris, I have no idea which version you mean. Is it by any chance the NES version? Because so many of those are NES games slash Super Nintendo. Regardless, I hope you really enjoyed them. Um, retro handhelds, not something I'm massively familiar with. There's so many, so many different places to start. I've always been a homebrew and put emulators on it rather than buy a dedicated device with them already on it kind of person. I like my official hardware to be customised to all hell and back rather than someone to do it for, for me on a bespoke device. So I'm never awfully familiar with them, but hopefully it was kind of a good experience. Uh, in the sense of, you know, not too much tinkering, not too much uh, issue playing them back or anything. As long as you had fun with them and it was a nice way of playing them, at the end of the day, everyone's going to enjoy themselves in the ways that they like the most. And if that's going to be with an emulation handheld, then I hope it's in a way which suits your needs. Uh, and also on the Steam Deck, I beat Spyro 2 and started Spyro 3 Reignited. Curious, how do you feel about Spyro 3 in comparison to 1 and 2, since I know there's always a lot of contention about that one. But I did, now thanks to my faster internet, get Spyro Reignited up and running on my PC, so... I'll get to that sooner rather than later. I bought it many years ago in a Humble Bundle, so it's just in my Steam library anyway. I didn't go out my way to give it any money, but yeah, I've spoken at length about how the 30 FPS cap on consoles is really stupid and kind of <laughs> limited my enjoyment of the game, so so I want to go out my way to do it on PC instead, so I will find a way. But I hope you enjoyed those. I should get to them, but as long as you've been having fun, that is great. Um, Resident SD says, I would say that R Winget ruins that meme, but who the hell uses Winget? This is in reference to the Windows Package Manager that's in uh, PowerShell nowadays. You can do a Linux thing and just type into the command line and download stuff. They made it suck. I can't believe Windows made something suck. Um, so all, all you have to do on Linux is nice and easy. You type the one command, which is sudo apt install, and then you type the name of your program, Put in a cheeky dash Y if you want to, otherwise you hit Y to say it's the one you want. Bam, downloaded. Windows had to make it difficult, so you type in winget install and then, you know, VLC media player for example. It then whirs away for ages and go, I found two VLC media players, please specify which VLC media player you mean. You then have to type in winget dash I, or winget install dash I, and then the name of the person who made the program, or the company, or the group, or whatever, dot the name of the program. So, I've now had to type in like two commands, do a bit of reading to see which one I actually want, and even then, it still opens up the installer. I still have to like click through this manually and go, where do I want it on my hard drive? Where Do I accept the terms and conditions? I might as well have just gone to the website at this point. It would have been so much quicker to just go on the website, and yet here I am, like an idiot, thinking I can save time by doing it like this. I couldn't. I, I'm aware most people will not care about this chat, but 
as someone who's instinctively gone to the terminal to install a bunch of stuff because it's way quicker on Linux, it is not quicker on Windows. Why do they make everything so much more difficult? <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, it's so annoying. I can't believe it. Ugh. Anyways, uh, we also had in the chat room people talking about what they were playing. We had Cookie Sophie saying, I've been tinkering with the Steam Deck lately. There's your mention for the week, people! We've had Toho Track of the Week, and we've had Steam Deck mention of the week. It is truly back on track. Although, to be fair, I think I think Ilari actually mentioned it first. This was just the first time my brain paid attention. But regardless, we've had multiple Steam Deck mentions then. So, all is good in the world. Balance has been restored. Hope you've been enjoying your Steam Deck anyway. Uh, been up, been playing anything fun? Any fun tinkers, customizations, etc. you put into it? It's been the first week in ages I've actually not touched my Steam Deck. Because I've been back at my PC, so I've not had as much of a reason to, but... Tinkering with the Steam Deck's always fun. Uh, I put Dreamcast sounds on mine the other week, so... Uh, when I now plug it into the Steam Deck dock, which I ended up picking up recently, it uses all the Dreamcast menu sounds, because yes, I, I am tragic, to be completely honest with you. But I wouldn't have it any other way! Because uh, I'm not the only person using the Steam Deck, so everyone has to suffer with me. <laughs> it's not just my decision at this point, so I get to have all the fun and everyone else is roped in with me as well. No love for the ROG ally. Is that even how you say it? Republica Gamers. Is the shortening ROG? Is, is that the one? No, the Asus one is the cloud streaming one, isn't it? That one's the one that's actually a tablet on its own. How is that reviewing? I have no idea, because I see the two, and I get them confused frequently, and therefore don't know how, how, what, how, what, what or how, is it, is it good, is it too expensive, is the battery draw bad? I'm not making the Switch, to be completely honest, um, I don't make the Switch, that's Nintendo's job, but, um, regardless, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't jump ship to that personally, but if people are enjoying it, that here's that that's all that matters i could never afford it this is why you get jobs people and uh, don't become like me <laughs> this is not something you aspire for but we enjoy ourselves twice a week on these radio shows regardless and uh, that's that's gotta be worth my effort i guess right fingers crossed and it's only slightly more expensive than the top end steam deck really Ooh, that's nice to hear and i know that's not a positive for a lot of people, and it's certainly not a positive for me. It does run Windows. Now, I, I do love Linux, I do try to use it where possible on everything, but can't lie, uh, the main reason that Steam Deck doesn't use Windows presumably is performance reasons. So if they actually got it working at a reasonable level, and that it has good support for games, then that's actually quite crazy to hear, because don't get me wrong, I love SteamOS and everything about it, but you can't tell me that Valve would not have uh, done the same if they had the the ability to, basically. Yeah, uh, Sophie also says, I've been struggling with adding games from MUJEC to my Steam library and I've been trying to 100% Sonic Lost World achievements. I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, not the MUJEC part. That I am quite sorry to hear that. I'm just sorry about hearing about Lost World because I've been in the exact same position. Uh, if, you've, if you've ever looked at my Steam library, uh, then you'd probably know that my Lost World achievements... Oh yeah, here we go. 60 out of 100. I think the story of this was, is I was doing some sort of charity stream and I set a weird donation goal, that being 
Hey, if we get to this amount, a 100% Sonic Lost World. I started at like 7... No, it was earlier than that. I think I started at like 5pm. And by 4am midnight, this is the level of achievements that I got to. I I could not commit to this. <laughs> I've still yet to go back and get the rest of them, even using the basic guide, which I saw on there, which makes it way easier. I've not yet done this. So, massive respect to you for doing that, because, yeah, as you say, it is extremely tedious. So, all the power to you. Congrats for getting that done and out of the way, because I remember the painfulness. Not only applying Lost World, that's another story, though. I actually don't mind it that much, but... Yeah, I can't lie, it's not one of the greatest, but, um, the achievements are really boring. <laughs> anyway, congrats on that one. Uh, Emudex always, uh, always an experience. I have weird opinions on it. Like, I I don't mind it, but as uh, Alari says, a little too complicated. And then, I, it always changes my settings, just on random. I have certain settings in RetroArch I want. I, I don't want the screen filters. I don't want the random backgrounds. I have to change it on a game-by-game -game basis. It's so annoying that certain settings just don't stick worldwide. And sometimes it scrapes the ROMs the wrong way. Sometimes it doesn't even find them. There's so many menus you've got to click through. It's nice when it works. But you know where the next part of the sentence is going. I'm just going to repeat the last part of it. That's right. When it works. <laughs> It's unfortunate, but it's how it is sometimes um, with these sorts of things. But I'm hoping one day they get better with it. But yeah, it, it, it's kind of a pain. Anyways, I'm going to get on with some more music because we've already spoken for long enough. I'm sure we got plenty more we can speak about in the next talk break as well. So I'll leave it till then. But for now, let's get into a brain training jam. Now, Americans will know this game as Brain Age, of course. But, well, normally I'd make a joke here about Nintendo Europe's really overzealous localizations at the time. You know, the big example, Animal Crossing City Folk in America. Animal Crossing Let's Go to the City in Europe. Why do you need to spell it out like that? This is one of those instances where the name is stupidly long in both regions, and I actually don't have a huge opinion either way on which one's better. So over in America, you guys knew this game as Brain Age, Train Your Brain in Minutes a Day. Over here in Europe, it was... Dr. Kawashima's brain training, how old is your brain? Regardless of what you call it, it's very long-winded and very, what's the word? Um, I can't think of it all of a sudden. Verbose. There we go, that's the word. Um, no matter which version you pick. So we got both in the brackets here. This is the tutorial and setup theme afterwards. Arcade rhythm gaming at its finest, a bit of musica, and finally ending things off with a track not requested by Resident SD. This was completely of my own doing. A track from Xenon 2 Mega Blast, and it's actually from the CD TV version of Mega Blast, a version I had no idea existed. Or of Xenon 2 Mega Blast, a version I had no idea existed until last week. So it's a great song, an even better remix, and a nice little oddity. So we'll have three tracks coming up now when we come back. We business as usual. We'll be sh shooting the breeze. I don't want to combine those two words because this is mostly a peachy show. <laughs> that would have been a lot worse. <laughs> but regardless, we've got some brain trading coming up here. So let's enjoy it, and I'll be back with you in a few short moments' time.
welcome back, you crazy cats. That was Xenon 2 Mega Blast there. The Xenon 2 mix from the CDTV version of the game. One I had no idea existed. I really didn't know they did games for the CDTV. I definitely knew they did them for the Amiga CD32, but I was under the impression the CDTV was trying to differentiate itself from games. It was trying to be more software. But yeah, that version exists and got a really cool Red Book soundtrack to go with it. That's one of many great songs on that one. I'd highly recommend checking it out if that one at all interested you. Seeing that it was a bit of a banger in the chat, so glad the people enjoyed it. For that from Musica, the title theme. A game that's sadly offline, I believe, nowadays, but fans always resurrect arcade rhythm games, and a couple local places actually have cabinets. So got to play it a couple times. It's really fun. I enjoy it a lot. I am not great at it or Sound Vortex or others, but I enjoy it. It, it It's a bop for sure. And kicking off the block from Dr. Kaoshima's Brain Training. How old is your brain? Tutorial and setup there. A game I definitely have some early fond memories of. Not one I'd really go back to nowadays, but I love that song from it, to be completely honest with you. Larry said it uses great stereo mixing, and yeah, I 100% agree. That one always gets stuck in my head during the daily routines and the like. Um, so much so that if you all know the popular Mario Kart Wii mod, uh, CTGP Revolution, there's a way that in the launch for that you can add custom menu music. And because I spend a long time sitting there waiting for it to update because the Wii's network speeds suck, um, quite often I'll be sat in there for like 15-20 minutes if I've missed a couple months worth of updates. So I was like, i got to put that one in there. That'll make for some great background music and that should be kind of fitting too, given it was roughly around the same time period. You know, it's a DS game, this is a mod of a Wii game. It'd be a pretty cool background song that I could listen to loop for ages. So I ended up putting that one in there and that suddenly just came back to me the other day. I was like, oh yeah, it's still a Nintendo game, which I do at least minus request try and shy away from on these shows, uh, these variety shows nowadays, because I just like finding stuff that I'm really unfamiliar with. But, um, yeah, I thought, well, surely no one's going to think I'm going to play music from this one. So I thought it still fit the bill despite that. So there it was. Anyways, we are back here and, well, the chat room is still chatting. Now, Pocket O'Leary mentioned this one in the chat. Uh, she said there's a cool-looking Game Boy Color homebrew rhythm game that I want to check out. I wonder why you want to check this out. It's potentially not because I linked you to it. You probably saw it before, but I, uh, I, I did link this over as well because Mastodon lo lovingly sent me over a link. I think I follow a couple of Game Boy homebrew-related accounts on there. And this one just popped up and I was like, oh, awesome. This looks great. It's known as Shearer's Music Party. It's a homebrew rhythm game for the Game Boy Color and possibly also working on the original Game Boy as well. So it's on itch.io, um, if you just search for the rough name of it, you should get it up. Um, so Shira's Music Party and Linda's Music Party... Oh, so Linda's the one for Game Boy, okay. Linda's Music Party are rhythm games inspired by Guitar Hero and Rock Band. The player controls a piano with which he has to hit the keys at just the moment when the notes or other elements reach the corresponding key zone. You're accompanied by a kitty of your choice, which will cheer you up if you have a good rhythm or will lose concentration if you fail. There is a demo of this currently available, and it actually plays in web browser. There's like one of those weird in-browser emulators that you sometimes see on the uh, slightly less above-ground above sites. Um, so I've not actually got around to checking it out yet. 
it could have been funny radio to check it out live, but my keyboard is so loud. I know you wouldn't appreciate that, but um, <laughs> yeah, it would it would make more sense to do it over the uh, you know the twitches and all that, whatever the uh, youths of today do. But uh, I, I'm all about the radios, so <laughs> I thought it'd be remotely funny to go. Oh yes, yes, interesting. And not say much more beyond that, but no, I'll save your ears. But I do have a couple of Game Boy flashcards, luckily kicking about and a nicely new backlit Game Boy Advance SP which I did a couple months ago. I got a new battery for it like two weeks or so ago as well. Actually no, last week, so technically counts as something I did this week. So I fitted that one and can finally play games on it for more than like an hour before that old battery would die. It's something like uh, roughly a third more capacity compared to the original one, so it's great. It lasts like five, six hours now. So anyway, point being, I could absolutely play this on something like there and get the authentic experience. So I'm clearly going to have to do this, but yeah, it looked very interesting to me. And I knew uh, our resident handheld nut would be obsessed with it as well. So I've got to check this one out. It's going to be a good one. Uh, no, first saw it when you linked it. And that yeah, that's common with Game Boy Homebrew. Didn't know that. If you're referencing the running in browser thing, that's awesome. I'm so glad as a community people, people are doing that sort of thing. Especially since there is also physical copies of this game. It was on Kickstarter, I can see here. And it did raise its money. Oh no, it's not. it didn't raise its money. It's upcoming. So if you like this demo, feel free to chuck them some money for a proper physical release. As far as I know, possibly? It looks like it's going to be a proper physical release on Kickstarter. I hope so. The mock-ups of the boxes look so beautiful if they are. So, fingers crossed. I'll keep an eye on this when this launches, because I'd absolutely be interested in giving it a back and getting a quality cartridge to go in my weird handheld collection at this point. SD says, I find it crazy we have emulators written in JavaScript. Madness. Yeah, and the good sort, to be honest with you. It's never going to be a preferred way to play a game, but the fact that you can just so quickly trial a bit of homebrew is perfect. I'm never going to sit there and beat, I don't know, the entirety of Kirby's Adventure or another NES game you can think of in a browser, but would I use it to quickly just test out a, quickly test out a game that I then want to dump onto my real Game Boy cartridge and see if it's at all interesting to me? Yeah, that's perfect. Quickly try something before I buy it, of course. That's the perfect usage of this sort of thing, and I'm glad it's finding its ground in these sorts of communities, because... It's, it's the perfect way of doing things. But yeah, uh, Pocket Larry says, physical Game Boy Homebrew is also kind of common. You could expect that much, though. I mean, bootlegs in 2023 are still really overabundant being produced in the thousands. So if someone's producing... You know, there's a lot of people also producing really good quality bootlegs. Not just kind of your cheapish Pokemon games with the really pants labels that barely work. Uh, or the, the cartridges that barely work, the labels are all hanging off all over the place, it's stretched and cropped, and someone used the uh, the best quality printer that Tesco had for a tenner, stuff like that. Um, you get all that sort of stuff on Game Boy Homebrew, oh sorry, not Game Boy Homebrew, absolutely not, uh, on Game Boy, Game Boy Bootleg. So if people are making that, then there must still be people mass producing some sort of cartridge set shell. There must be people making higher quality bootlegs, which I absolutely know there are, I've seen some actually pretty good reproductions out there for some more expensive games that really do trick the eye unless you specifically know the small intricate details of what you're looking for. 
So people are going to that effort to make all this stuff, the point being. There's absolutely people still making good quality boards, there's still people making good quality shells. It's got to be pretty easy, therefore, to just go to a company who's doing this and go, hey, can you mass produce this? Much like it's super easy right now to go to someone and say, hey, uh, this is a really random example, can you produce a mini disc? Now, I don't say vinyl because vinyl is very different because of all the pressing and uh, all of the test runs you have to do, etc. That's an entirely different kettle of fish. That costs a lot of money to make and produce and the rest of it. A lot of... Um, a lot of... Uh, mini discs, for example, they don't produce new stock. They just new, use new old stock and burn the new stuff onto it. So it says just, hey, we ha we're a production company who does the um, can't think what it's called all of a sudden. The pressing of these albums or whatever. We do all the audio side of things to master. Mastering is the word I'm thinking of. We master all these albums. Um, so in reality, they just use new old stock uh, mini discs record them all nicely and stuff onto the mini disc maybe paint it a little bit using some vinyl wrap they already have and call it a day um i'd imagine it's something a bit more like that like hey we have new old stock of these pcbs we yoinked them from some other project or oh no we did go out of our, our way to make custom pcbs and all the i imagine there's so many kind of we already have this stock made, just come to us and we'll customise it for you type places that must be supporting these things. And I'm going on and on about this because I really love the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. I also love Homebrew, I also love these custom games and these little indie projects on old consoles. I love indie projects on new consoles but it's always so interesting to see people revive uh, these old machines like this and have mass produced new copies of these games out there. especially. It's not just sticking it on a pre-existing CD like you do on Dreamcast games. And, you know, there's a lot of really nicely packaged indie Dreamcast titles. There's so many of them that look like they could have come fresh off the sh shelf in, in the years the console was relevant. But at the same time, it is just burning a CDR. There are plenty of people who still do that. Uh, who, plenty of companies, but plenty of individuals who still do that um, at a professional print level. You, you would never assume that of these Game Boy cartridges. So it's just this underground industry which, by all accounts, you really think shouldn't exist. And yet it does. And it's awesome. Uh, Resident SD says, where plays of the future? I'll have to keep that in mind. I have no idea what you're referring to, but it doesn't sound all that exciting, really. I don't think people have that much of a reason to, uh, to take much more on from what you said there, nor a reason to find it interesting, really. So... I'm glad, I'm glad I covered that one up. Uh, regardless, speaking of itch.io games, I've I've chatted on for long enough. We've got some music coming up in the next break as well. But I wanted to give a quick shout out here. Uh, so we've had Cookie Sophie in the chat throughout the course of tonight's episode. Uh, along with a couple of partners in the business. Uh, the business being making cool free indie games. Uh, today, along with some others, she released a brand new title onto itch.io. I closed the page. I didn't mean to do this. Okay, there it is. It's called A Rare Encounter, and I gave it a quick go because I saw it on Twitter, and of course, you got to be excited for the homies, naturally. So, it's a nice, free, short visual novel. Um, you can go ahead and check out the link. I will post a little quick linky down in the Discord. There you go. I don't know why I called it a linky. That's kind of weird, but uh, ignore that. There you go. So that is right there. It's a really short, fun one. If you're slightly on the fence with visual novels, I'd still say give it a go. It's 
so short that it will definitely be worth your time uh, if you're on the fence. But if you're a fan of visual novels, which absolutely you should be, there's no reason you should be against them, for shame. It's a quirky, enjoyable, short but sweet experience that did have me laughing most of the time, to be honest with you. Uh, I'll read you the plot synopsis, just in case you aren't able to click that link for whatever reason. Maybe you listen on the podcast. It's your lunch break, and you found yourself sat next to a bizarre goat who's snorting sugar. It certainly is a rare encounter, and you should make the most of it. A short, but intriguing plot summary, and the exact same reason upon uh, seeing a goat snorting what I thought originally at the time was cocaine. Um, <laughs> I thought, you know what, this is fascinating enough to give more of a click and give a playthrough. Like I said, you've got to support the, got to support the homies as well, so that, doubly interested got through to it really bizarre but you know in all the good ways um and yeah supposedly uh, from what it says here actually i'll just read it verbatim a rare encounter is a short visual novel written by Raina lilith and it's also programmed with art programmed and with art i can't speak tonight it's really clear by the way uh, by sophie leblanc this project was made to get something out there while testing the waters for bigger projects down the line so yeah this looks like i have no ideas i am not in <laughs> i'm not in the know of such things but um yeah this is a little project that could turn into something bigger or at the very least tease or be a rough outline for what something similar could be going forward so on that premise as well you know i love these short little tech demos and ways and stuff like this that will lead on to a bigger product in the future and the promise and what it means for game that you could see in your libraries later down the line. I always love little glimpses uh, into into the future like that, as I said, so it's great to check it out from that regard as well. I'll only take you back about 10-15 minutes of your time if you do one quick run through, so worth it. And another reason I wanted to give it the shout out tonight as well is because I love the music of it. It's a short game, so you wouldn't it's a short and free demo slash game so naturally the expectation you wouldn't expect any music as a ground rule that's how stuff tends to go on itch so i went into it going you know maybe there'll be a little bit of background music just some background sound effects but no there's actually a really great ost under here as well which is just another part that makes the package so great so i really wanted to play this song the second i heard it so reached out uh, so shout outs to everyone involved in the game for being so helpful uh, with getting this over to me. So I've got to play it off the track for you. don't want to say the word exclusive because obviously you can play it in the game. It doesn't feel right to say exclusive either because I'm sure it'll make its way uh, perhaps elsewhere sooner rather than later. I have no idea. Once again, this is not foreshadowing unlike earlier. I, I don't know, but it's a great one. So if you enjoyed this song, maybe that will be the encouragement you need to check out the full game. But it's a really great one from A Rare Encounter. Coming up now, we have Rabbit's theme. Afterwards, from Conquer, live and reloaded, our final request of the night, a request from Jamie, who sadly isn't here with us tonight. I checked earlier if he was here with us, but presumably working, sleeping, something or the other. Regardless, a bit of Conquer, live and reloaded, to bring us into the final talk break of the show. So I'm going to get this playing. Uh, a big thank you once again to all the team involved in the game for getting this one over, being so polite with my very last minute requests, and uh, generally all being awesome people. And then afterwards we're going to get in a track from a game I have absolutely no experience with. But this first one, I do, and it's great. So Rabbit's theme coming up right now, and then afterwards we'll be ending off the block with a lovely bit of Conquer the Squirrel. Which is what could it be? Spoilers, it's... It's a block of great music, no matter what, so you got a treat coming up for you. 
Enjoy, and I'll be back speaking to you in a few moments' time to cap off the show. But before then, enjoy the fantastic music still to come. For more, go to our website at KNGI.org.
after banger on tonight's show. That's what I'm telling you people. Oh man, <laughs> it was such a good music block. Still not over it. That was rock solid there from Conquer, Live and Reloaded and kicking off the block from a rare encounter. Rare Bits theme. Once again, you should check that one out over on itch.io. If I remember, and I am very forgetful, as uh, as you've heard, <laughs> as you've heard if you're listening to this live, uh, I'll try and get that one in the podcast description as well if you're listening to this on the podcast edition. So thank you very much to everyone involved once more. Right then, all that remains to be said on tonight's episode is a huge thank you to everyone who's been listening in. We have had Sophie, Resident SD, Lurie, and its purpose. But anyone else who's lurked, listened to the podcast, listened elsewhere, listened through others, no matter how you do it, all appreciated. Thank you ever so much. This has been Vipers VGM Chat once again. We are here on the KNGI Network. How could you forget? And I'm here once a week, every Wednesday at 10pm UK time, hosting a show very similar to this one, around an hour, but um, uh, it doesn't always go to plan. We have fun here, okay? I, I keep saying it. If I, if I say it enough times, I'll convince you. But no, in all seriousness, we have a good time. Don't try to stick to those time constraints too much. And we've clearly very much gone over tonight. But we had a good time in the process, and that's what counts. So, catch me every Wednesday at 10pm UK time. If you've enjoyed tonight's episode. Next week's episode, all being well, I believe the game comes out either on the Tuesday or the Wednesday, so it might be a bit of a scramble on my part to get the music. But, puzzle bubble, every bubble's out next week. Uh, I'm super looking forward to it. I can say, with confidence, I'm not the person in this household looking forward to it the most. But we've got two arcade sticks ready to hook up to the Switch. The big TV's set up with a Switch dock as well. It's going to be a great time, and I'm going to love it. As uh, as expected of me, but uh, I'm not the big puzzle bubble nerd in this house. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time to play co-op story mode, as it seems to be uh, possible. I'll have a lot to say about it. Hopefully it's got a ton of music I can play as well. But as long as I can get the soundtrack ripped together, I'll probably have to do it on my own then we'll have a show all about that one next week so come and join me then but until then you can find me over on radiosega.net fridays at 7 p.m uk time i host my show known as pick and mix a show focusing on the company i love ever so much uh, I'm a bit of a dweeb in that way, but Sega, I'm a big fan. I love focusing on anything that they output, anything the fans make. Just uh, an extreme ad- admiration for the company, and that's why I not only run RadioSega.net, but also host Pick and Mix, a show that focuses on the weird and wonderful as well. And weird and wonderful is where we're going on Friday's episode. It's going to be... I've not actually spoken about this till now, I don't think. But it's going to be a show all about the newly released M2 Music Memorial album. There's so much stuff on there, which I was just completely unfamiliar with until now. And even if I was, uh, not entirely. A lot of stuff that I used to have to line in record, because there was no official releases of it until now. And they'll also be in high quality, thanks to the new album release. So... I got a lot I want to talk about with M2. I've got a lot of love for that uh, company as well, for all the great work they do in porting retro games and all their amazing composers they have that add so much new content in the process. So that album's full of treasures, and I don't just mean the Gunstar Heroes type of treasures. Haha, <laughs> I mean plenty of menu themes and newly composed soundtracks and updated versions of songs from their various ports and compilations over the years. It's a real treasure trove of 
fantastic music and I've got a lot I want to say on it and a lot of great music to play in the process as well. There'll also be a RadioSega.net announcement. Maybe even in the shows department. Hmm, who knows? I'll be speaking more about that on Friday though. But a quick reminder once again for those of you who missed the announcement, it will be pre-recorded. So I'll put out a proper announcement on RadioSega.net uh, or on the Discord server of RadioSega.ga forward slash Discord. I'll put an announcement over there. And from there, you can place any request you like as long as it's relevant to the album. Uh, maybe send me anything you want to hear me discuss during the episode. But I'll be recording that tomorrow morning slash afternoon. So that's when you'll roughly have until. But I'll outline all that in the post. And that will then air Friday at 7pm UK time. I'll be out in London enjoying arcade gaming. So who knows <laughs> where I'll end up, what I'll do. You know how it goes at this point with me, but um, I'll be having a good time and I'll be dropping in the chat room and be enjoying the chatter in the Discord server as well, drawing, so I'll still be about. You won't miss me too much, at least I hope. Until then, though, the KNGI Network's got plenty of great podcasts, so check out the website, kngi.org, and check out the Auto DJ, which will be coming up for you shortly as well, where you can hear the best in gaming remixes all throughout the night. I've got one more song to go for you now, though. It's from The Idolmaster All For One. Now, the story behind this one is, I mentioned this show was meant to air last last Wednesday, and I was also going to stream the same Wednesday, Fall Guys with Silver Sonic. I did end up doing that one, but the show unfortunately got cancelled. I thought it'd be a funny bit to play this song, uh, due to, you know, the affiliation with Silver Sonic it has, but also... I just really like the song. <laughs> so it's shuffled its way to the end of the show instead. Uh, because it's a really nice way to end things off. And it's just a good song. So I still wanted to include it anyway. Even if it didn't quite have the funny haha status it was meant to originally. Coming up from the Idolmaster All for One. It's the shop theme. Thank you for listening. If you have been, I've been Green Viperate. Join me this Friday at 7pm UK time. For a pre-recorded edition of Pick and Mix. Otherwise join me Wednesdays at 10pm for Vipers VGM chat here on the KNJ Network. For now, though, have a lovely rest of your evening. Have a great rest of your week. I'll catch up with you soon. And thank you, as always, for joining me on the current edition of my VGM chat.
You're listening to the KNGI Network.